turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Good morning and welcome. Paper Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there wherever you may be tuning in. Uh, we got a lot of things to cover. Uh, breaking news of uh, the G20 Summit. Uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping said thanks, but no thanks. Says that the BRICS Summit more important, uh, not going to the G20 summit. It is the first time ever that Xi Jinping will not be attending. So a pretty big statement being made by China today. You know what? Get ready for a lot of countries to make a lot of big statements because as we know, we're living in a world now where we're getting ready for what comes next. Like it or not, it is what it is, right? The, the, the bottom line is things are changing. We're going to talk about uh, cash. Is it legal? Because a lot of people out there say, hey, it's not legal for restaurants or stores or retailers to not take cash. I'm going to answer that question for you. We also had jobless claims. Uh, yes, more fraud than jobless claims. And then the Fed's favorite inflation number. All of that coming in just this one hour here. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the physical delivery. And that's really the important part. The physical delivery of wealth insurance. Because that's really, when you think about it, you know, Jason will tell you, hey, listen, it's savings. It's savings, and it is. And it's also insurance. We, I like to call it wealth insurance because what is going to do well when fiat money collapses? And that is gold and silver. That's why I said that's that's the insurance part of gold and silver. Allamericangold.com is the website. And Jason, just like we thought, the feds, you know, they claim now they got a new favorite number. They, they always change it, right? And, and just, just, just know this. When they come out and at any time, and say, hey, this is our favorite number for XYZ. This is our favorite number for inflation. This is our favorite number for unemployment. This is our favorite number for wages. This is our favorite number for jobs. Just know. Number one, whatever the number is supposed to tell you, all it means is, hey, we're not really telling you the truth. This is our favorite lie about a number and usually it's it represents the best number possible 
So in this case, on CPI today, Jason, the Fed's favorite number, which, of course, obviously, everyone ready for this? Here's a shocker, right? It's the lowest number, right? Went up. So just like we thought, right, the, 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 the low inflation got a little hotter in the latest reading. Uh, and so this is something I think the markets actually expected. It was in line with expectations. But, Jason, the, the hope of slaying the inf- inflation dragon without having, you know, rough economic times slowly disappearing today. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, well... I'm going to keep looking at the inflation line of uh, the 70s because when you when you see a graph that's so you know exact uh, the the height of inflation and coming down like it has this year, there's this period of about maybe a year. It kind of does this uppity downy. Just put, but if you look at it, just like 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 waves going sideways, and then wham, and it goes way higher than the previous inflation of the mid 70s. You have the late 70s and the 80s. I, and I don't think the the period in between is going to be as long this time. I don't think a year, we're going to have a year of sideways sort of lower inflation where the, you know the Fed doesn't know what to do. I I think the inflation comes back stronger, faster. I, I don't know if we're done with the downward inflation, Joe, or how they do the numbers, how they cook the books, so to speak. But it's coming back. I think the Fed knows it's coming back. They're doing everything they can to keep it from getting out of control. And I think they're using the seventies as a foot as a as a blueprint as to how to do this, but. The 70s didn't have this national debt, you know, the, the, the amount of money we pay the military, the amount of money we pay on the interest on the debt, the amount of money that goes to Social Security, and all it's just a different situation. I, and I think all, the inflation of, spike is going to be numbers, severe. Yeah, all of those numbers you just gave, all of those numbers, what we spend today on the military, what we spend on Social Security, what we spend on interest on the debt, that was all of those numbers are greater than what the total national debt was in the seventies, right? Yep. I mean, that just kind of gives you perspective on what we're. Well, talking even more important, about. Joe, the percentage of the budget on those items is higher because because yeah. numbers are different, you know, for inflation. But the percentage of, of of the of the budget that goes to those things is much higher, which is a bad situation with inflation, Joe. Yeah, when we get back, the core PCE deflator, and of course, PCE, all higher. That's coming up next. 800-951-0592, a quick look in here at the markets. A pretty quiet market. Uh, the inflation data, we heard from Dollar General. We had jobless claims. Uh, the, dollar, or the, the Dow is up 50 the S&P's up 10, the Nasdaq's up 70, uh, gold's pretty flat, down a couple of bucks here, 1952, silver uh, down about 12 cents here at 24.60 as we wait for tomorrow's jobs report, which I expect to be a low for the year. Uh, I actually think uh, we'll probably see, it. the lower it is, how about this, the lower it is, the bigger rally in gold and silver tomorrow. Same thing with Wall Street. Uh, if it's higher, the reverse uh, would be in play. But if you're like, man, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't want to worry about uh, what a jobs number says or 
whatever new favorite number the, the Federal Reserve has today that doesn't even track what they say it's tracking. Uh, you know what? Get great fixed rates of return. You know, I know a lot of people are out there, they get excited about, oh, I got 3.5% on my money market. I got 4% on our, my money market. That's That's fine. But if you can leave your money in for a while, why not get more? I mean, uh, up to 10.25%, and it's fixed. It doesn't change. It's not correlated to the stock market. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, uh, gosh, and, and now I'm, I, I'm picturing his face, and I'm drawing a blank, the, the, the rhino that locked up again. Uh, Mitch McConnell, yeah, McConnell. Right? Mitch McConnell, right? We've got all of these these fossilized people in Washington. You really think these guys are going to save us? Joe Biden and Bidenomics is 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 going to work. Jay Powell somehow is going to wave a magic wand and inflation's going away going to go away. It's not going to happen. You got to take action. Check out our friends at Y Refi. That the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y dot com, or call them at eight 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 Y Refi twenty four. Great fixed rates of return. Check them out. You got to have a minimum of fifty thousand uh, dollars to 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 apply. But you can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use a four hundred one k. Check them out. Invest Y Refi dot com. So, really quickly, we'll go through some of this data. The Fed's Favorite inflation indicator. And you know what? All the articles put that in there. It's kind of funny that that when they write, the, they don't just say, well, the core PCE deflated. Nope, they got to start with, this is the Fed's favorite. It rose. Now, here's the thing. This is a July number. You might as well throw this in the garbage. Gas prices didn't start rising until the mid, you know the middle to the end of July. Really didn't really start going up till August, but it came in at four point two percent year over year, higher than the June number. Also, headline PCE was at three point three percent. Remember, I, I think the headline for June, I think was it three percent, Jason, something like that. Uh, three, three, one, three, two, but again, 3 .2. both of those higher. Three point two. So we got a, a tenth higher in both of these inflation indicators. This is not the CPI number, uh, but it is quote unquote the Fed's favorite number. And of course, uh, service inflation, X shelter, and the PCE equivalent. Yeah. Right, got it. What? 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 what is, just tell us what inflation is. Well, we don't want to do that because, well, if we told you the truth, you'd be pretty upset. Are stuck at extreme high levels. Service inflation accelerated in July with goods seeing the big over the biggest month over month deflation. So they're saying, hey, some stuff. Is getting cheaper, and my guess is, Jason, it's getting cheaper because the buying has stopped, right? That That's kind of, right, inventories are stacking up again. Right, Joe, and, and the month-over-month number is going up is 
uh, or staying the same. That's a major problem. That's that's why you like those numbers because that's a clear indication currently what's happening now. Uh, and, and those numbers staying the same or going up is, is a problem for the Fed. I like the year-over-year number, numbers because it shows more of a long-term trend. Uh, so, so when you see in 2021, it was what is this, uh, August, the August numbers, which we'll get in September, the August 21 number is 5.3. The August 22 number is 8.3. See, and, and, and the 5.3 is up above the 1.3 from, from 2020. So you see staggering upwards for two years. So this number is not going to be 8.3 next next month. But because it's gone from 9.1 to 8.5 to 8.3, then 8.2, then it, you know, at the end of the year, starting with October, November, December, it goes from 8.2 to 7.7 to 7.1 to 6.5. These numbers start to drop heavily at the end of this year. I don't think the year-over-year numbers are going to look good for the Fed. And this is where rate hikes are going to have to happen. If they don't have their month-over-month numbers, Joe, don't at least go stale or start to slowly go down. And, and I think the the, uh, the the year-over-year numbers are going to go up at the end of the year, uh, and, and that's going to be a problem for them. It's going to show that, look, yeah, it's not going to be 8.3. It's not going to be 7.7. But what if it's 5, 4.5? These are numbers that don't work. It shows just like the 70s when inflation was high, but you kind of leveled off. And then what happened? Policy, things had to be made. You know, the bills for the government are going to have to be paid. Inflationary things are going to happen. So I, I don't, yeah, so I, it, I just, I just, I just see a, a dwarfing of what happened in the seventies and early eighties. I think we have something much more severe coming. Yeah. You, you, you got bragging rights here when you can say, well, last year it was 8.3 and yep. this year it's 4.2. See, look how much better that is. The problem that Jason's talking about is, well, give it a few months. By the end of the year, they're going to say, well, it was 6.5, and now it's 5.6. That's not so good. Right? All of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. You you raised rates all this this much, and inflation's barely moved. Uh, This is kind of the thing. These are the unfortunate things of why they're they're trying to give the appearance that things are better than what they are. uh, And those are the realities of it. And it doesn't even matter. You know, PCE deflator, which just tells you, you know, and I said this every time we talk about this number, it's right in the title. Hey, we're not really tracking anything. We're deflating. We're, we're, we're deliberately minimizing a number here for you. So, uh, what's it worth? Who knows? Don't care. The bottom line is that it's fantasy land for them to tell you that inflation's going away just because we raised interest rates a quarter of a point. It's not true. Inflation won't go away until millions of people lose their job because inflation really isn't the price of things. Inflation's all about the amount of money they created. Period. Uh, Joe, I just get this. I, I get this image in my head that that the deflator number needs to have a mascot. It's like Tom Brady. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah, the, the mascot for the deflator is is uh, is Tom Brady. <laughs> they should do the, that. The, the, those footballs were, were, were yes, they, they were not inflated <laughs> to the right pressure. Somehow, well, you know what? Apparently, Tom Brady can throw a deflated football a lot better than everybody else. Uh, maybe that's Jay Powell saying, hey, I can throw a deflated football too. Uh, speaking of deflated jobless claims, came in at 228,000. 
and the number is absolutely worthless. Apparently, once again, Ohio, they had to subtract like 30,000 people from the number because of quote-unquote fraud. So we really don't know what the jobless claims number were. Continuing claims, probably a better one to look at. That number rose again, back above 1.7 million. But let's just say this, not a lot there. Last but not least, Dollar General. Man, the, the list of retailers saying business sucks, growing. Dollar General getting hammered this morning. Uh, shares uh, at, at the earnings were way below expectations, about almost 40 cents a share below expectation. Same store sales, even at Dollar General, declining uh, now, it was only a 1% decline, uh, but Dollar General says it's getting worse. Uh, you know, Dollar General, this is the lower end, right? So Dollar General, this is probably, you know, the working middle class and below. Uh, this is, you know, a lot of the, the, you know, let's just call it what it is. The people that are poor, that's where Dollar General has their stores. They have them in rougher neighborhoods, poorer neighborhoods. Uh, and they're telling us the same thing that we already knew. Uh, the consumer, Jason, seems to be getting more and more stressed out day by day. And, of course, the energy prices, the gas prices, all of these things are having effects. And it's going to be interesting how this all plays out. Again, I already know. I know exactly. I hope you're preparing. Yep, they, they were able to, it went a little longer. I mean, if it goes 90 days longer, is that really something to be proud of? Right, they can make it last another 90 days or another six months. Right? The, 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 the realities are, it's here now. And guess what? Inflation didn't go away. It didn't go away. Now, uh, this is why you're seeing what uh, what gold and silver have been doing over the last few weeks. Everyone's starting to figure it out. We got a problem. And now the enemy, listen, the enemy's cash. This is the problem. It's not the Fed. Believe me, they're not going to, oh, no, it's not our fault. We are just trying to help. Right? And we are, we are just trying to, and our elected officials, all the fossils that we got up there uh, in Washington, Right? They, oh, no, no. It's not because we spend like drunken sailors. We're just trying to help. And believe me, wait till the economy really slows down. Wait, they're going to try to help more. <laughs> right? Do the exact opposite. Let's spend even more. Let's go even more into debt. But the end goal here, it's about control. It's about power. And, of course, it's going to be about what we're just trying to to save Americans. Right? You know, all of you out there, we care so much about you. We love you so much. You know, we're just trying to help. Well, I mean, I, we don't know how it got all screwed up. We were just trying to help everybody out. And all of you, millions of people are going to lose their jobs. You know, we're going to go, you know, you can't say they're going to lose their homes because hardly anybody owns a home anymore. So what, what does that matter? Right? Uh, most people don't own their cars. What does that matter? They're coming <clears throat> after the cash. A uh, great article. Amy, Amy uh, Livingston wrote the article here. Because I know a lot of us get frustrated 
when you you go to the, somewhere, and I don't care if it's a restaurant, maybe it's a, a convenience store, supermarket, a sporting event, whatever it may be, and you get your wallet out and you hand them, you know, a $10 bill, a $20 bill, whatever it may be, and they're like, oh, we don't take cash. And this is becoming a lot more prevalent everywhere in the country. You know, we reminded you of the CEO of Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. Yum brand. Hey, we're going to get, we're getting ready to stop taking cash. It's just, it's, it's inconvenient. Uh, and, and a lot of people say, you know, think that, hey, is it even legal for these, uh, for these people, for these retailers and whoever else they may be, is it even legal? for them to not accept cash. And the answer is, believe it or not, and I know a lot of people think, Jason, that that it is illegal, that it's it's illegal for them to do it because that they say the note is legal tender for all debt payments. Well, I got a little problem with that. It sounds good. But I'm going to tell you when we return why it is that it's legal. We're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday, talking about cash. Is it legal? Can they do that? And the answer is yes. Title 31, Section 5103, Legal Tender. The United States Coin and Currency, I'm going to read you. This section. The United States coins and currency, including Federal Reserve notes and circulating notes of Federal Reserve banks and national banks, are legal tender for all debts, public charges, taxes, and dues. Foreign gold or silver coins are not legal tender for debts okay so because a lot of you know you'll see like the canadian people it has a dollar value on it uh but that doesn't you know the government saying hey those dollar values don't matter now our coins do our gold and silver coins do you're an idiot if you used a one dollar silver eagle at a supermarket and you know here's a dollar right that'd be that'd be idiotic uh, you know you you don't want to do you don't want to take a $20 gold piece and buy you know $20 worth of groceries at the grocery store but nonetheless that's what it reads so a lot of people say well you know it, it's it's legal tender for all debts they have to accept this they don't because and let's just use a cup of coffee as an example because it's easy we can do Taco Bell. You just talked about Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Right? You went to Taco Bell and you ordered a couple of tacos. Here's the problem. It wasn't a debt to you. Mm-mm. Right? You're ordering the tacos now to pay for them now. That is not a debt. That is, by the law, that is not considered to be a debt the the key the key word in that whole thing i just read you is debts 
right? It's legal tender for all debts. Technically, when you only owe a debt if you already made the purchase and hadn't paid for it. So unfortunately, for the purchases you're currently going to make, that will not... Now, if the store gave you a line of credit, I guess then technically, right? Okay, well, now you have a debt and they would have to pay cash. But even the credit card companies, you used to pay your credit card. You used to be able to go to the bank and give cash for your credit cards. Most of that, I don't think you can do that anymore. So there must be a loophole for them in there. But we're really focusing on retailers here, Jason. It is not illegal for them to do this. So let, let's let's make a because this gets all these uh, ideas in my head from uh, when I used to look more closely at this stuff. I haven't looked at uh, currency being refused for a while, but uh, it's because it's a Federal Reserve note. Uh, if jo- uh, Joe and I um, we we made up a certain type of payment, and it was adopted by, would say, Colorado and Arizona. That doesn't mean Taco Bell and, and North Dakota is going to accept it. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a, is a currency. But not every, you can't go to Taco Bell and buy Taco Bell with Bitcoin. A Federal Reserve note is in a similar situation. It's not the Treasury. So this, this is what's floating around in my brain, Joe, is the Treasury deal, does still make some money. They make coins. It makes me want to go buy a bunch more boxes of pennies that I used to get into. And when they decide to stop taking Federal Reserve notes... I might just go buy some tacos and hand them a box of pennies, and then they can't they can't say no to that, Joe. Hand them the coin. So now listen to this, though. This is where it gets interesting. See, they're, they're smart people. Yep. The Treasury Department, to Jason's point here, confirms this interpretation of law on its website by saying the following. This is probably how they get around taking cash for even the debts. Private businesses are free to develop their own policies on whether or not to accept cash with only one exception unless there is a state law which says otherwise. So when we're talking about what do you do about this problem, the biggest thing you can do is you've got to get your state to change the law in that state. Because when you go to the law, Title 31, Section 5103, they're allowed to do it. Then when you go to the Treasury Department, The Treasury Department says private businesses are allowed and are free to develop their own policies. So remember what I've been saying about cash all along. I don't even know that the government's going to need to ban it. Walmart's just going to say, we're not taking it. Right? That's what's going to happen. We're not taking it. And everybody else is going to say, we're not taking it. Most likely, it's just going to be a charge against your cash to start. They won't ever. They never rip the bandaid off and, and upset everybody. They just make it slowly. It's like, well, Walmart doesn't want to use cash, but we have a lot of cash customers. It will be ten percent starting X date. 
And then every year or every few months, it'll be 15%, 20%, 30%, 50%, and then it'll just be gone. Nobody's going to use it if, if you have a tax of 15 20% on your cash, Joe. No one's going to want to use cash. I mean, people are yeah. pitching pennies. Who's going to want to do it? Right, exactly. Uh, and, and, again, like I said, this is probably the way. Now, here's what I think it's interesting to note. This is what they're going to use and are using as the reasons. And a lot of you... Uh, are going to be like, yep, that's what they tell me. The first one's laughable. Fewer germs. Right? This is part of the COVID pandemic, the fear thing, right? When business reopen <laughs> after the first wave of COVID, yes, it's, it's, yeah. the ger- it's the germs, right? The coins are dirty and the germs are going to kill everybody. Uh, that's on the, on the list. Now these are the, five the ones dollar Indians, right? Joe, the five dollar Indians, right? It's the same Great thing. example. Great example. They used this a hundred plus years ago uh, during the quote unquote Spanish flu. Uh, that's why the Indians they stopped making them. Reduced risk of robbery. Right, so the business and again, think about this. Is it coincidence that now hey you just rob whatever you want? Of course now they don't even rob the cash registers anymore. That's too much work. No. We'll just go and well, steal the stuff. They rob. They don't rob the cash registers because they don't. The robbers aren't using cash anymore. <laughs> There's nothing of value in there anymore. It's the stuff they want, Joe. People like commodities more than we think. They figured it out. Yeah. They just don't know. Oh they yeah, they it do. Out. Yeah, they do. I'll give you the rest of the list when we return. Pecorado News Hour. Joe and Jason. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five. Nine two Joe and Jason uh, Silver Eagles today. These are going to be coming out of sealed cases. So the, all of the all of the silver today will be coming out of sealed cases. Uh, Six hundred and sixty dollars a roll if you want a sealed case of them. Sixteen thousand five hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two as a well. The reason why cash is going away uh, next on the list after robbery and germs. No counterfeit bills. No counterfeit bills. And this is something where if you've been in the retail business long enough, you've seen them. It happens. There's no doubt about it. It happens. Less. Employee theft. I don't know about that. Work retail. A re- so I used to do retail, and I was in upper management of retail. We actually had our employees were a lot. These employees are a lot smarter than you think. Very few of them tried to take cash from the till because you're caught. Second you count your drawer down, you're short. You're written up. It happens again. You're fired. They actually did. Are more creative in getting your credit card information than anything else. Believe it or not. But anyway, they're going to save that. The employees are going to pocket the money, right? They're going to they're going to pocket the change. Faster service. It's just faster. Right, you, you you tap your credit card and blah blah blah. It's faster. They don't have to make the change, and so you know. Again, what are we talking about here? 
couple seconds? I don't know. Five seconds faster? Two seconds faster? Is it faster at all? Depends. If you need to sign, some of the places you just tap your card and go, I guess that's a little faster. Other places, you still got to sign for it and whatnot. Simpler equipment. What a bunch of crap this one is. Oh, they get rid of the cash registers, Jason. They're big and bulky. Go to Taco Bell. Instead of a cash register, they got these kiosks. Uh, you see them, uh, you know what, Sam's Club. Or I'm sorry, yeah, no, uh, Costco, I'm sorry. Costco at the food court. They don't date you. You got to go to the kiosk now. So the, the simpler equipment, that's a load of crap. Less expensive. Now this is one where... Uh, I don't think this is true either, but they want you to believe that it is because they're saying, well, you handle, enough, you handle enough cash, right? You either got to have armored car or the bank charges you. Got to remember, all these debit and credit cards, they get hit 3% plus. Matter of fact, Visa and MasterCard, they're raising their fees. So I, I, I'm not buying the less expensive part. Yeah, I think in the future this will be true, right, to Jason's point. They're going to charge you more for cash than they will for digital. And then, of course, fewer banking hassles, right? Well, gosh, you got to make a cash deposit. And, of course, the banks have made this crazy hard. Now, if you're not, if you don't have armored car picking up your deposits, you actually have to be at a minimum a signer on the bank account to put the cash in. Right? Well, I work at you know what, I work at Patriot. Yeah, but can you sign a check at Patriot? Nope. Well, then you can't put cash in. Right, Jason? These are but yeah. these are the reasons you're seeing. The, the day that cash goes away officially will probably be the same day that Walmart will have a line at the bottom. You'll have your sales tax, and then you'll have your credit card fee. Walmart is, is really smart, smart about not charging the customer that right now. They swallow that, and they just put it in the cost of their items. But uh, everyone will do it. Every business will do it. They, they'll just say, hey, look. The item isn't that expensive. It's the uh, you know it's it's just the cost of of, of credit, but they can't they're not going to do that now. Some businesses do it, right, Joe? Some businesses have the little credit card fee attached at the bottom of the receipt, and that makes some customers not show up anymore. They think, oh, I ain't going to do that, but but then they go to Walmart and they get charged for the credit cards and, and the price of the items. So nothing on that list, Joe. If, if, if the counterfeit thing, give me a break. What they should say is this gives us the ability without cash, so that only we counterfeit fake money. Because that's, that's all we spend is our counterfeit fake money. Well, counterfeit money, just think of it as fake money. If we're using fake money, which we are, it's counterfeit money. You know, nobody's going to use Monopoly money to buy and sell goods at a garage sale because it's fake money. There's no faith in it. But, but Joe, we, we spend the same stuff. It's the same stuff. You know, people just have faith in the system. They, they, we, we serve a bigger cause, which is, you know, the bankers, the corporations, the controllers. So uh, yeah, it's nothing on that list is, was truthful, Joe. Nothing. Cash is a much better way. Physical money is a much better way to go. Digital money has an absolute smart place to be, but it has to be done in an honest fashion. We haven't had an honest money system for a hundred years. So it's this is from bad to worse, from bad to worse, Joe. Every year, right? Yeah, this is something where, and again, so it's important to note uh, the legalities here. Uh, that that without the state specifically saying 
that you must accept cash payments. Essentially, businesses are free to do what they want. They are free to say, we won't take it, period. This includes, even now, according to the Treasury, even for debts, because I'm assuming that's how the banks can prevent you from paying your, your credit card at the bank with cash. Right? They don't let you do that anymore. That's probably why. Right, Jason? Unless the state says you have to, they're not going to do it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it's it's happening, Joe. I, I'm a big cash spender. You know, I don't like uh, having to use cards if I don't have to. So it's 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 been a slow grinding, uh, a harder pathway to spending cash, Joe. But I'll, I'll hang on and do it as long as I possibly can. But I know where it's you, headed. You and me both. You and me both. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. All of these today are coming out of sealed boxes of Silver Eagles. Uh, they're $660 a roll. If you buy the case, that's 25 rolls, 500 ounces. Each roll has 20 ounces of silver in it. 16500 and they will be sealed cases at 800-951-0592. And, Jason, I got a, a text from a listener saying, hey, what about credit card fees? Are the are are they still going to charge fees? And, and here's how they're setting this up, okay? Probably will have some banks remaining because the the banks that are left however many are left they'll do the mortgages they'll allow you to have credit cards and auto loans and stuff of that nature and those fees aren't gonna you know they only go up but you a lot most people know when you use your debit card right the fee is less right the, the retailer pays a smaller fee they've already set into motion they're already working with visa mastercard all of them those companies are going to remain, and they're going to get a fee for processing the digital currency. So they're going to use those existing systems, and, and it's a, more of a, a processing fee. And then ones that are actual credit cards, right? Now every credit card has a different thing to cash back or this or that, save on airline flights, save on this. And those fees, they're already 4-plus percent. That stuff will continue. But, yes, they will use the current credit card processors as a, a processing. They'll be the ones processing the transaction, and the, the retailers will be paying a fee for the processing. The only advantage for the retailer on this digital, allegedly, is currently today... The Visa and MasterCard hold the payment one day if it's in a terminal, two days if it's online with a Fed coin. Uh, that money would be instantly in these retailers' accounts after the fees. And technically, well, not technically. The, the way it works is is uh, no retailer or business pays that fee. They they may not put it on your receipt. 
the customer always pays taxes. And a, a fee on anything is just a tax. And then I'll, I'm going to say this. Those fees, I think, will grow, Joe, because, you know, once this system gets into place without cash, I think there's going to be a whole host of hands that want to get in on that, that, that little tax, these fees. So those will grow. And uh, there is no such – that's why I think corporate tax should be zero. There should be no corporate tax. There should only be a consumption tax, you know, that there should, there should be no – no, no corporate tax because all the corporations, the, the business does is charge it to the customer in one way or another. So, yeah, these fees, Joe, that's not the business. You know, the business doesn't really pay it. We pay it. You pay it for using your plastic card. Listen, right here at Patreon, we just tell you right up front, here's our fee. And if you want to use a credit card, we charge you more. We actually let you know. And, and again, we're dumb because we're only at 2%. Uh, and, and again, uh, Visa MasterCard just sent me a letter saying, get ready to pay more. We're, we're probably going to have to up that. But at least here at Patriot, if you don't use a credit card, you can save the money, right? Where everywhere else, to Jason's point, they kind of blend it all in, don't they? 